The views and opinions expressed on Deeply Upsetting are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, associated brands, properties, or businesses. Listener discretion is advised. Please keep your hands inside the ride at all times. Welcome back to Minor Upset. Minor Upset's finally, yay, woo! Back again like we never left. Like we never left. <laughs> it's been a minute, but we missed you. We missed you. We're back to annoy your eardrums once again. <laughs> I'm Amy Bogard. I'm Mike the Hobbit. And this is Minor Upsets. It's the off week of Deeply Upsetting. Regularly scheduled Deeply Upsetting will return next week. Yay, finally. Yay, finally. So send us your questions because um, we are ready to fucking answer them. We've 100%. just been practicing answering questions during this little hiatus. We've been thinking about how we answer questions. We've been like running drills. I think it's going to be great. It's going to be like like a machine. I've been doing mouth drills in the mirror every morning. Yeah, they're haunting. It's, well, I'm not good at them, which doesn't make it any better. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, it's not going to be any better. We've just been practicing for no reason. I'm just dead-eyed staring myself into my soul <laughs> going, unique New York. Unique you New York. You see, it's going really good. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm in radio. Yep. <laughs> your articulation skills are really I've your done been best articulated. Feature. Oh my god. Yeah, you missed us, didn't you? Yep. Oh, holy crap. <laughs> uh tonight we do have a fantastic subject matter to speak on our minor upsets. Oh yeah. And you may be aware of this. It it's uh minor news. It's that, under the radar. Very under the radar underground. You may underground. not uh, underground, yeah. Almost like in a cave or something. In a cave, yeah, full yeah. of full of little winged creatures, yes. <laughs> um we are talking about the Bitmin. The Bitmin. The Bitmin. <laughs> uh the new Batman movie, The Batman. Yes. Uh, just released and is We saw doing, it day one. <laughs> we saw it day one. We actually drove to the nearest Alamo draft house to see it. We love the Alamo. Alamo's so good and unfortunately- Alamo sponsor us. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, please. Or at the very least, just open up an Alamo in Richmond. <laughs> Ugh, honestly, that's uh, the dream. We would live there. <laughs> Goodbye, money. I would probably push you to have us move <laughs> next to the Alamo draft house. <laughs> no matter where it is in Richmond. So I'll be like, okay, well, I'm getting off at five. I'm going to pop over, catch a flick at the Alamo, and then be back for dinner. <laughs> I'm not even invited nope, in this scenario. not anymore. Wow. I'm dating Alamo Drafthouse now. You would, too. I would. You would cheat on me so quickly, you'd forget my name. <laughs> uh, Alamo Drafthouse always has hot cookies ready to go and available. <laughs> you saying you don't like my hot cookies anymore? <laughs> oh, wow. Jeez. Getting myself in trouble. We're going to have a conversation off air, Certainly. for sure. But we did go to the Alamo Draft House for mm -hmm. the Batman, mm -hmm. and I we both very much enjoyed it. Actually, yeah, it was really good. I was only worried because it was three fucking hours. Yeah, and we won't be spoiling anything about the new oh, Batman no. movie. It is far too early to uh, get into the nuances of the Bat. Yes. Mm -hmm. But I was really surprised that George Clooney was actually the Batman in the movie. It was a bait and switch. I was shocked. I was Robert really Pattinson shocked. played Edward Cullen. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. He's like, no, I'm a, I'm a bat, man. <laughs> it's like, no, that's wrong thing. And why are you doing like a Cheech and Chong thing? It's very confusing. Totally confusing, but yeah. pretty cool. Still pretty. It was unexpected. Yeah. And, the and... most important thing to me was that Renesme was there. Yeah. <laughs> she's like 117 years old and she's still played by that animatronic baby. I oh my god, all I want in my life now is to see like the the Twilight vampires throwing like a house party when like daddy <laughs> vamp's not home and then there's just 
Batman in the Batman outfit sitting quietly on the couch <laughs> while they're playing like fucking My Chemical Romance and everybody's just like sipping on blood drinks and Batman is just quietly sitting by himself just not talking to anybody in his like stiff neck rubber suit. He's just making sure there's not going to be any trouble afoot. <laughs> Make sure everyone drinks those blood drinks responsibly. But see, they're good vampires. So every two seconds, he sees somebody like leaning in to whisper something in somebody's ears. He's like, justice? Like waiting to like prevent death from happening. But everybody's very well behaved. And it's so boring for him, so honestly. Bored. He has to go back to the subway station <laughs> where he does all of his he's best like, work. There's way more crime in Gotham. <laughs> Washington State sucks. <laughs> Even though it's just as rainy as Gotham. <laughs> it really is. Oh, my God. That's, it was raining in every scene. That's not a spoiler for the movie. No. But, man, it, it rains more than the Crow movie. I mean, I think the Crow movie On takes par, place yeah. in Gotham now. Yeah. I think that's canon. I think it's officially. It's, it's like retcon. crows and bats yep. are just, like, lousy in, in Gotham. Exhausting. They need an exterminator. <laughs> This Batman was like, it can't rain all the time, and the crow is sitting on a corner just like, dude, my line. <laughs> and Catwoman's like, no, I mean, clearly it can. I don't know what you're fucking talking about. It's been raining for three weeks straight. Can we talk about how the worst thing about the Batman movie is that there's no sex scene between, like, two of the hottest people who have, like, very good chemistry? Oh, you're talking about John Turturro mm-hmm. and uh, Zoe Kravitz. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> I was actually thinking um, Colin Farrell in Weird Prosthesis and John Turturro. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> they were in a lot of scenes together. It I seemed just, romantic. With Colin Farrell's like prosthetic jowls in that movie, mm-hmm. I just want to see him motorboat literally anyone. It doesn't have to be like breasts. It could be like a butt. It could be a, a, a man. It doesn't matter. I just want to hear the... <laughs> like, as he's motorboating. I think you could just kind of hear that when he was like moving around generally. He definitely was enunciating his B words differently. <laughs> that was buck wild. I had to lean over to you in the movie and ask you who it was. I was shocked. You truly were. That's not even a joke. No, it's true. It... I thought it was Joe Pesci. <laughs> literally. <laughs> he is indistinguishable in this movie. Honestly. Yeah. I had no idea. I would love to see... Christian Bale, who played Batman, if you didn't know, mm-hmm. um, as his fatness that he was in Vice as Dick Cheney, mm-hmm. teaming off against Colin Farrell playing the Penguin in The Batman and have them like sumo wrestle each other <laughs> in their like fat suits that <laughs> they were. Awkward prostheses. Yeah. Awkward prostheses. Yeah. Prostheses. Prostheses. Yeah. Is that what it is, do you think? It's not prosthesi. No. <laughs> it's definitely not prostheses. I wish it was. <laughs> I do too. I feel like that starts a party. If you're just like a prosthesis is, we were like, okay, it's getting silly. Take off your ties. It's like we're not taking anything seriously anymore. I brought noses. <laughs> it's noses. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but in the Batman, I would say it does focus to a degree about like, the mental health of these characters in Gotham. Yeah. Which has been hit here and there in both the comics and in the movies and stuff. But it really is kind of hilarious that though Bruce Wayne is known to do donations from time to time, mm-hmm. the fact that the majority of his money and time goes into dressing up like a bat mm-hmm. and beating up muggers. Yeah. Like that's... There's a lot of tech that goes into that suit. It's expensive. He can't be like donating money willy-nilly. No. No. He's like helping out orphans and mm-hmm. like donating money to Harvey Dent's campaign and stuff <laughs> and doing like good things. But it's like minor compared to the like 
the bat wing, the, the jet mm-hmm. thing that he has, mm-hmm. that's got to be like a several billion dollar yeah. application. The Batmobile, mm-hmm. that's at least like 1.2 billion. I mean, these are super sophisticated things. So that's billions of dollars in mm-hmm. equipment to like beat up muggers mostly yep. or people dressed as clowns. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> running around like whoa, <laughs> like Joker. He's got it straight. He's got like three switchblades. Yep, and like a buzzer that electrocutes people. Mm-hmm. And he's like done. Like, well, he's also got his like full blown psychosis on his side. <laughs> that he's like I'm creative all the time when it comes to fucking murder. Batman though, he's he's got his own psychosis as well. Yeah, but he's not creative. I don't see him as a creative character. What what did you like uh, as far as your favorite character in the new Batman? Mm. Was it the Batman? Um, I mean, I'm going to say no. Is Batman really like anyone's kind of favorite character? He's very stoic. He is very stoic. I mean, yeah, everybody does love Batman to a degree, but really his rogues gallery, as it's called, is what's drawn people to the comics more and more. Is that like all the frenemies and mm-hmm. and villains and antiheroes that fill the pages. And Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough call because how do you not say Zoe Kravitz? Because truly, I am no better than a man. <laughs> I was gazing respectfully upon her the entire yeah, time. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> I want to talk about like how unbelievable that woman mm-hmm. looks, and great actress besides too. Oh, absolutely, of course. There, like, I don't want to be like gross, dude. Ooh, <laughs> about it. But yeah, holy. you shouldn't have done that in the theater. That I, wasn't okay. I was. The fact that there was only two or three other people doing it with me, it seemed a little bit rude. (laughs) It's a little rude. If the whole theater jumped in, then, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a stiff theater. Tough crowd, really. Yeah, tough crowd. (laughs) (laughs) You even asked everyone before if we were going to do that when she walked on screen, and everyone said yes. Is there anybody, like, as attractive as Zoe Kravitz? I mean, she's insane. No. It's unbelievable how attractive she is. Yeah, great question. Answers no. No. Moving right along. Like, <laughs> there's no getting around it. She's so hot. She posted pictures, or somebody posted pictures of her today from a magazine or something, like, kneeling on the floor, licking milk off of a table. Come on. It was like, what? <laughs> That's the Cats movie we deserve. <laughs> None of this fucking spread eagle Judy Dench action that we got. That was hot to some of us, that okay? Was, that was hot to like two people, and they they really need to seek medical attention. Keep the Judy Dench spread eagle scene. Give us Catwoman scenes. Definitely keep it as the butthole cut. <laughs> I need we deserve it. One of our listeners to actually intercut the Batman Catwoman scenes from mm-hmm. the Batman with just Judy Dench spreading the eagle <laughs> in cats and just have her as Catwoman. <laughs> I wish that Judy Dench was like Catwoman's mentor or something like that. <laughs> Catwoman learned it all from old dude. <laughs> yeah, she, old dude was the original Catwoman. <laughs> Has passed down the torch to Zoe Kravitz. Ooh, times have changed <laughs> for old dude. Back in my day, we fought crime with our cat pussies. Oh, no. <laughs> and spread eagle. Jesus Zoe Kravitz like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not planning on doing Can that. Can I cat burgle? I'm like, oh, yeah, that is a good play on words. I should have thought of that 30 years ago. <laughs> God, poor old dude. I'm just impressed with my Judy Dench impression personally. Are you? <laughs> it's top notch. Okay. 
I'm sure someone will let you know how they feel about it in the <laughs> comments of this episode or something <laughs> on the socials. Um, this movie, the tone of the new Batman movie is darker than ever. Oh, I yeah. I saw a meme bleak. going around where somebody talking about in 1989, I went to the theater and enjoyed a Batman movie that was way darker than anything else that had happened. And then in 2005, I went and saw a Batman movie that was way darker than any Batman mm-hmm. movie that has ever happened. And then in 2022, I go to the, bat- to the theater and see a Batman movie that's way darker than anything that's happened. The end of this is that in like 15 years when they reboot Batman again mm-hmm. and they have another actor portraying Batman and they do the whole thing, it's just going to be Batman just like crying and like stabbing himself <laughs> in the chest. Yeah. And it should be an hour and a half of that. wondering if he can still feel. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just want to feel. And just stabbing. Who do you think should play Batman next? Let's say they reboot it in like two years, so you don't even have to think about like a child actor. I was gonna say, by that it'll be a probably Stranger Things kid. Or I was something. thinking that's Finn Wolfhard for sure. <laughs> he's got it all. He's got it all going on. I don't think you can play Batman and also have such a badass name as <laughs> Finn Wolfhard. So he deserves it. That sounds like a joke from like an animated like adult cartoon where it's like Finn Wolfhard is yep. the Batman. Yep, exactly. And it's like, how do I compete with that guy? Finn Wolfhard sounds like the made up name of a Batman villain. Yes. Like he, his his name is like the Finn. Right. And he's like a sh- flying shark person. You picked the Finn over Wolfhard? <laughs> what is it going to be like an erect wo- werewolf? Like- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, he's just like, that's my last name, and it's fucking cool. And then he can do, like, karate or something. He's just a really cool guy. A karate wolf. Karate wolf. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. He's like one of the werewolves from Twilight. See, it all comes back it together. It all comes back, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it all comes back to Twilight for us. Well, because none of us were really expecting the Batman to be a backdoor sequel to the Twilight <laughs> movies, but here we are. I should have known. Stephanie Meyer, you old so-and-so. It took 45 minutes of the movie to find that out because it always rains and golfs them. So we never saw anybody sparkle. Mm -mm. Nope. Nope. We never will. And that's why he hangs out in the cave all the time with his Hot Topic eyeliner on. I would almost love to see just Batman like stepping out into the daylight and he starts sparkling and then every fanboy in existence, (laughs) their head just, they all simultaneously explode. People not even watching the movie. Just due to like... The fact that it exists, the head explodes. <laughs> There's like a ripple in the universe. <laughs> right? You can feel it in the air. It's like Star Wars, like, I heard a billion fanboys scream out and then suddenly <laughs> silenced. <laughs> exactly. Never to be heard from again. <laughs> one thing I did like about this one specifically is I do like that Robert Pattinson didn't do like a crazy Batman voice, which I wonder if a lot of people are actually going to be upset by that because they love to do like the Christian Bale voice impression it is, it, it is pretty fun to do the christian it's insane no, that's like, you sound like grover no I, that sounded more like nathan explosion from uh metalocalypse but mm. but yeah he didn't really decide to do a voice which i think is probably for the best he was doing like the if somebody is is trying to say something in the theater in a whisper voice but they're like yell whispering mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is which makes no sense you might as well just talk in plain speak because you're loudly whispering yeah he was like doing that thing where in a movie, like the shitty guy is trying to be like, I'm going to get the girl back and goes up to her new boyfriend and like talks really quietly. So he has to be like, what? And then he's like, ah, got him. He was doing what John Turturro <laughs> did in Oh Brother. We're out there when they're at the theater and he's like, do not seek uh, yeah. the treasure. <laughs> Maybe John Turturro told him to do that. Maybe he was getting whisper coaching from John Turturro. I hope so. <laughs> I love that friendship for them. <laughs> Just... 
<laughs> Robert Pattinson's and being like, do not seek the treasure. It's like, no more forceful than that. Do not. Because <laughs> Robert Pattinson was like, I'm ready to show everyone my Batman impression. I am vengeance. <laughs> and somebody was like, who can do this? Chaturo, are you on this? Please, God. Chaturo's like, like, I got loud whispering and that's it. They're like, cool, cool go, bye. <laughs> the thing that's so funny is that the like loud whispering that he was doing seemed like something that he just made up on the spot because he didn't do any work <laughs> before showing up. Because like half the movie he's not talking. Like mm-hmm. Batman's not a very talkative character anyway, so it's not. No. Really... But he's just like wandering around looking sad and and like and angry, and then then he'll talk. I, I think it might be the Riddler. Yeah. You know? And you're like what? But it kind of works. Which yes. I just want to know if any of the previous Batman are like pissed off. That it was such a half-assed thing to yeah. do, and it worked better <laughs> it than worked. some of their other ones did. <laughs> he just fell his way into brilliance, as it is. Christian Bell's you... like, well, shit. Yeah, that voice actually like hurt my vocal cords. <laughs> right. I have permanent damage now. <laughs> I was thinking about it, too, and could there truly be a more frustrating job than being Batman's therapist? <laughs> because I feel like he's just not saying shit. It's like pulling teeth. And then it just comes down to it, and it's like, okay, so still your parents, though. That's like, that's the that's the whole thing. Yeah, right. right? That's the only thing that he <laughs> wants to talk about. Thing. It's like, tell us about this like childhood friend Rachel that you still have feelings for. My dad, mm-hmm. my mom, <laughs> my mom's yeah. pearls were ripped off of her neck. Like, why the pearl? Like, why are the pearls so important? Why is the thing that you keep coming back to is the pearls? Maybe like, he loved them as a child. He wanted to keep them. He went, that was the one thing that he just identified with his mom he wanted to wear them i don't know (laughs) (laughs) he thought that he would get them after she passed talk about a later time totally different trajectory for bruce wayne if his mom was alive (laughs) and he was allowed to just like dress up in her clothes and stuff and you'd have just like brilliant drag queen bruce wayne instead of (laughs) like my god beating up muggers dressed as a bat bruce wayne because he's still fabulous Mm -hmm. but he's like darkened edged fabulous mm-hmm. instead of like just diva queen fabulous and oh i love it what would batman's um drag name be this is hard on the spot bruce wang <laughs> that sounds like more like a drag king yeah it's more of a drag king name okay <laughs> brucilla wang no, you, yep <laughs> <laughs> we'll workshop it d you put in brucilla d wang there we go yeah mm-hmm that just sounds powerful yeah. strap-on action, honestly. <laughs> Very intense. <laughs> A little scary, but arousing. Well, see, then you got like Thomas Wayne ends up actually using the proper channels to clean up Gotham. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Gotham gets back to like a, a better time. There aren't these like, crazed criminals because half of them say it was Batman that like made them think to put on the fucking outfits and shit. So right. So. No, no jokers, no riddlers, no penguins, no like kite mans, no no polka dot mans, like mm-hmm. all the all the rogues gallery gone. Yep. And then you've got like safe streets of Gotham and then a billionaire playboy drag queen oh, Bruce Wayne. I would love it. Living I feel like he would his be, best life. I feel like drag queen Bruce Wayne would actually donate money to charity. <laughs> oh, 100%. Like, so much. Like would donate all of her tips and stuff for sure cuz she doesn't need it. Also, I feel like then the streets of Gotham would be, like, less sad. It would still be raining all the time, but then all of the drag queens of Gotham that, like, Bruce was their drag mom would be doing, like, umbrella choreography, like, in Magic Mike. (laughs) All the dang streets, because it's still rainy as fuck, but it's neon everywhere because it's diva-centric gay Mm -hmm, clubs mm -hmm. all, like, that's the hot district of Gotham. Yep, yep. 
poor little like closeted boys in like bumfuck nowhere like I can't wait till I can move to Gotham and be my true self. People will treat me like this in Gotham, dad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go and study under the tutelage of Priscilla D. Wang. (laughs) That is the worst fucking drag name. I cannot believe I co-signed that. I have strengths and I have weaknesses. We all (laughs) determined together that naming drag queens is not my strength. I really did just like put you on the ultimate spot so it's (laughs) fine i'm sure somebody will think of a better name for it yeah i actually listeners please Please. tag us and tell us what you think bruce wayne's drag name would be i feel like this is gonna plague me for a few days and then on the next episode of like actual deeply upsetting i'm gonna be like okay first and foremost (laughs) i thought of 17 drag you're gonna have a numbered list Mm -hmm. with like a gauge on both like the the whimsy that it brings Mm -hmm. the the sass factor sass factor yeah Mm -hmm. the uh punny reference and yep, how strong the pun is one. in the reference and also just like the gravitas that is held when you hear coming to the stage brucilla d wang <laughs> there's no gravitas none okay okay <laughs> and then he comes out and is like guess what i'm here <laughs> like weird whispering He's like, yelling i am vengeance <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see that. Oh, actually, my God. no, that should be the Batman Two sequel. Oh my God! Is that it's it takes place like eight years later. Mm-hmm. Robert Many Pattinson's therapies. Batman like mm-hmm. gets into a lot of therapy. He mm-hmm. discovers that like where he really should have gone with his life, mm-hmm. and then just opens up the most fantastic drag drag club the world has ever seen. Oh, I would love to see it. And the orphans are like, we still have no funding. <laughs> <laughs> We're still hungry. Still really misguided, Bruce. Like. What is happening? Divas are stuffing hundred dollar bills in their in their cleavage, and the orphans are like, "Do you have any bread?" <laughs> Jesus, it's just like such a fucking mental image because I'm picturing basically like the bird cage, right? But then with like a bunch of orphans outside, outside it really with like kills the vibe. The like rusted tin cups in their hands, just like, can you give me like change or a water can you pour water into my cup please oh my god that's even more depressing than current gotham no the one thing that orphans do have is water because it's raining it's all the raining time constantly oh my god just wringing out their little like orphan boy hats into their mouths <laughs> oh no yeah. gotta be resourceful out here in <laughs> <Yeah>. gotham <laughs> one thing you have is water and that's it that's it <laughs> gotham we have water <laughs> Oh my god. And then all of a sudden it stops and then there's like a drought in Gotham or something. It just gets even more depressing. Nobody knows how to handle it. If you're pandemonium, Gotham goes into martial law again. Again. It's like always under martial law. Living in Gotham has to be the most fucking insane thing that anybody would have to deal with because like the number of times that the bridges have been like exploded Mm -hmm. or threat of explosion. Mm -hmm. And so people are stuck there. There's people dressed as like Clay monsters, clowns, clowns, a lot of and clowns, lots, lots, so many clowns. We wouldn't like that. And people like numbers written on their face, being yeah. like, "Oh, calendars are cool." Uh, <laughs> just the weirdest stuff in the world. And you're Sexy like, "Cats, though, that's cool." You work at a CVS, <laughs> developing photos. Like that is your job. Digital photography has mm-hmm. taken off at this point. So your job is also on the line. Like yeah. any day now, they're any like, day. "We don't need actually a full time." photo attendant and you're just trying to push into like a cashier role but your manager like doesn't believe in you for that so you don't know like what the future holds well it's on day three when there was an attack 
by the man bat, which is actually a, <laughs> a, a villain, and you dipped out of the store and didn't think to clock out first, didn't oh, come shit. back that day, came back for your shift the next day like nothing happened. And they were like, you were in basically a no-call, no-show. Can you imagine? It was like, that's final warning. You can't. And you're like, there was a giant bat person, <laughs> like a bat the size of a person. And they're like, yeah, it's Gotham. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's many bat men around. <laughs> <laughs> they make their presence known. Look to the skies. You like the, the tops signal. of every building have like massive gargoyles and we have like <laughs> creepy blimps everywhere. Like this is a weird town. You need to get used to it. I would truly rather live basically anywhere but Gotham or in the MCU because truly like you're going to get blown up at some point. Don't like d- never live in New York in a in a comic book world. No. Um you can live literally like out outskirts of New York and be okay. Yeah. But just know if you go into the city at any point, you're probably going to die. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> or just something so fucked up is going to happen and traumatic that you'll just never get past it emotionally. <laughs> it's like, is it worth it? No. no. Even though the rent's got to be cheap for like trauma purposes. <laughs> yeah. The New York rent in uh, in comic book movies, it's like $200 a month yep. to live in like a really nice part of town. <laughs> Like, no, please stay. Please. We need it. There's a mass exodus every single time there's a bombing, which is like once a week. God. There wouldn't be any major cities. There would be like these smaller cities, like a superhero <laughs> would show up, like, I'm here to protect Boise. Yeah. And Boise would be like, no, no, please don't. No, we're not doing any crimes here. Sell, sell your wares somewhere else, sir. They have to have like a town hall meeting being like, guys, seriously, stop doing crimes or Batman will come here. <laughs> stop doing them. We see you like vandalizing the county bridge tom <laughs> stop that shit or batman will come and by the way tom tom man is a terrible vil- villain name man tom man tom <laughs> no better Fuck not great here. not great wow, better very than supportive <laughs> i was not so supportive the people of boise are supportive people oh listeners from boise shout it out <laughs> <laughs> tell us how supportive tell tell us how good we are if you're that supportive oh my god love please to hear it. well that's we wait for the canadians to really give us oh, that true. positive reinforcement we need the canadian we need canadian positive of all the things happening in the world right now mm-hmm. letting us here on deeply upsetting know that we're doing a good job is clearly the number one top issue. of the list we have bruce wayne priorities <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> On that note, I feel like that's a good time to wrap it up, get geared up for next week, where we're, I'm sure people will tell us how terrible we are, and we will say, we know. We know. <laughs> we're aware. But if you have any questions you want us to answer in the meantime, you just let us know. Best way to ask is on our socials. It's deeply upsetting on Facebook, Twitter. You can send us an email at geeksundertheinfluence at gmail.com, put deeply upsetting in the subject line. Yeah. Or. You could leave us a sexy text or a voicemail where you do a little Batman voice if you want, whatever iteration. I am the knight. Dealer's choice. Ooh, that's hot. Yeah. Yeah. Dealer's choice. Um, I am the knight. (laughs) Well, he learned from Torturo. So that part's over. The phone number is 804-505-4GUI. Yeah. And I'm Amy Bogard. I'm Mike Cobbett. On that note, we'll see you next week. Bye. GUIPodcast.com Beep.
people will treat me like this in Gotham, Dad. Mike the Hobbit here. Lowdown Brown. Inviting you to check out Geek Some of the Influence, a podcast that pairs booze with conversation with good friends. And a little nerd culture. We get a lot of colorful conversation out of our episodes, but it is here for everyone. No gatekeeping. Always level up everything we do. We'll punch up, never punch down. Exactly. So check out Geeks Under the Influence everywhere you get your podcasts and join us or die. Shut the fuck up, Hobbit. Welcome to GUI Nights. GUI Nights. Yeah, I am Lowdown Brown. With me as always, Mike the Hobbit. This is the tangential side of GUI. This is like so many of those other shows that has the after the show bit mixed with a little bit of Baywatch Nights, so it's a little sexier. It's a little bit after hours. Also while tying it into the previous episode of GUI, so look forward to that too because this comes out the week after the flagship hour-long episode. So make sure to check out GUI Nights and uh, when you're done, you can go the fuck home. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. Hey guys, Scotty P here with Smash on your left. And we are the Geek Fathers. That's right, bringing all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent. So welcome to our world. And as always, join us or cry. In a world of blockbuster movies, there's another dimension. The dimension of schlock cinema. Join us at Beautiful Disasters on a journey into the fringe territory of B-movie abandon. We review the flicks that are forgotten or underappreciated to give them a proper place in the annals of celluloid history. I'm the Groots. F.U. Hunter. Your guides at Beautiful Disasters. Come along with us for a fun ride. May May the the schlock be with you. In a world with too many reboots and remakes, two men will stop at nothing to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit and Atandi as they play by their own rules while pitching new takes on some of your favorite and least favorite films and TV shows. What podcast would dare to bring this upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Show. 